This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Monday, July 11th. Two Republican congressmen from Georgia are pressuring the University of Georgia to end what they say is its involvement in a website that identifies the locations of centers that counsel pregnant women. U.S. Representatives Jody B. Heiss and Andrew S. Clyde say the site exposes crisis pregnancy centers nationwide to violence by making them targets for terrorist groups. Their July 7th letter to UGA President J.R. W. Moorhead cites a Fox News report in late June that said far-left radicals were targeting centers using two UGA professors' map of pro-life clinic addresses. Heiss and Clyde are demanding immediate corrective action, writing that they don't want university resources used in a reckless and irresponsible way. They note that the professor's website refers to the centers as fake women's health centers. Nearly a hundred are listed in Georgia. In other news, Georgia's governor and first lady suffered another death in the family on Sunday. Governor Brian Kemp's mother-in-law, Jean Lois Alderson Argo, died at age 92. Argo was also the mother-in-law of Republican State Senator Bill Kalsert and the widow of former state representative Bob Argo, who represented Athens in the state legislature from 1976 to 1986. In his own tweet, Governor Kemp said his three daughters take after their grandmother. Meanwhile, Georgia tax collections soared in the recently completed fiscal year, raising the likelihood the state will see another record revenue surplus. Revenue collections, mostly from income and sales taxes, were up 14.2% in June. They ended the fiscal year June 30th about 23%, or $6.19 billion, ahead of a then-record 2021. The likely giant surplus leaves Governor Brian Kemp and lawmakers with a lot of decisions to make about what to do with the extra money. The surplus is on top of $2.4 billion the state recently received in federal COVID-19 relief money. The state has yet to spend the full $2.4 billion in federal COVID relief money it received last year. And the city of Lawrenceville has reached a settlement with the female police captain whose allegations of sexual harassment late last year led to two command staff officers being pushed out of the department. A settlement agreement obtained by the AJC through the Georgia Open Records Act shows the city agreed to pay Tanya Gilovani $300,000. The payment is for a global settlement of her claims. With the terms of the settlement, Gilovani must also withdraw an amendment to her EEOC complaint accusing the acting police chief of retaliating against her. A joint statement signed by Lawrenceville City Manager Chuck Warbington and Gilovani also says she voluntarily resigned from her position effective June 23rd. Spoken Layer.